0: evening and welcome to my humble podcast abode i am coco Grio just a 50 something who relishes the opportunity to share her thoughts about life love and a smattering of other topics i'm going to start out by saying tonight's topic is pretty heavy so if you've had a hard day and need to de-stress you might want to tune out right now i have times when i discuss what's happening around us That's not so pleasant, and this is one of those times, and it deals with the language of rape culture. So I wrote this haiku to address this topic. What was she wearing? These words sting like the feared asp. Womanhood, that's what. Rape culture in this country is so widespread that a woman's clothing is always the first suspect interrogated for the crime. It's time to normalize women being able to express themselves in any way they choose, including their wardrobe choices. I'm wondering if it's necessary to write a female Bill of Rights that includes freedom of dress. There's a female tax that is constantly applied to women and it's unjustified. Women are not responsible for men's morality. You can argue this point all day long But let me tell you what I know. I mentioned in a previous episode, I was molested by a neighbor when I was four. Well, what was I wearing? Normal clothes for a four-year-old. Nothing seductive to anyone that had a moral compass. I don't imagine that my red and white striped shirt paired with flower print shorts sent an invitation for molestation. It makes me sad when I hear women attacking other women regarding this issue. It would be wonderful if we could stand in solidarity about this, but I'm starting to think that might be impossible. Some people have been indoctrinated and they believe that women are the mules of this world. We are not only responsible for our morality, we must uphold the morality of men as well. This belief is not only asinine, It is a Sisyphean task. I am a former teacher, and when a child confided in me that something inappropriate happened to her, I did not ask her what was she wearing. I already know what she was wearing. Being female, being a girl. Tonight's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed, developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. In the past, I personally loved strolling through the airport when I know my luggage is fire. I just don't. People watch when I travel. I luggage watch too. I can't be the only one. When people look your way, make sure you are giving great luggage vibes with DB. I am teaming up with DB to exclusively offer my listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in my show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. So, when it comes to rape culture, there are steps we can take to address this. I'm going to share a few suggestions from an article by UN Women that really stood out to me. The following excerpts are direct quotes from the article. Establish policies of zero tolerance for sexual harassment and violence in the spaces in which you live, work, and play. It's important to recognize that rape culture goes beyond the narrow notion of a man assaulting a woman as she walks alone at night. For instance, rape culture encompasses a wide array of harmful practices that rob women and girls of their autonomy and rights, such as child marriage and female genital mutilation. Rape is never a funny punchline. Rape jokes delegitimize sexual violence, making it harder for victims to speak up when their consent is violated. Humor that normalizes and justifies justifies sexual violence is not acceptable. Call it out, name it for what it is. My question is, will we have the courage to take some of these steps? We have tolerated the disgusting dogma of victim-blaming for far too long. It took me 46 years to acknowledge what happened to me when I was age four. Another five years passed before I could process that I was not at fault for that molestation. This is the part that people don't get at all. People who are victims of molestation often carry huge amounts of shame. We live in a society that tells victims they are responsible for what happened to them just because they were born female or what they wear. I did not lose the gender lottery by being born a girl. Extricating myself from guilt and shame allowed me to start sharing the creativity that was buried inside me. Letting go of the belief that I had nothing positive contribute in this world was difficult. The repeating subconscious negative narrative in my head was that I was damaged goods. There is a message to share today with anyone who may have experienced this type of violation. It didn't matter what you were wearing. What matters is that you are here and you survived something no one should ever have to deal with. Please lend an ear to anyone who has been sexually traumatized. The stigma is a burden no person should have to shoulder alone. 52 years after my assault, I still carry scars from the event. Love and support help me to manage the damage. Thanks for listening this evening, and as always, I wish you good health, good fortune, and a good night. Coco Griot, out.